The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. I text you a question, next minute my phone rings. What is wrong with you? Nothing worse than a salad orderer who then wants in on all the chips. Sorry, what section are you in? What section am I in? Someone's trying to board this flight with a semi-trailer sized luggage. I think you should be more concerned with that. Hello and welcome to another episode of Literally Nobody Cares, the Wednesday episode on fire. It's coming out on a Wednesday, which is a great start because, as you know, we've been a little bit slack over here. I am joined today by a friend of mine who I've known for about a thousand years, it feels. Um, Mm -hmm. He is stressing hard about the uh, podcast as a whole because (laughs) he is unaware of the fact that it's completely unstructured, uh, has no plans, we don't come with notes. We come with absolutely fucking nothing. So that's all right. People appreciate that. Welcome, Oliver. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm very surprised that there's no structure. <laughs> there's literally no structure. I need to keep bringing more people in so that the audience realizes how little the structure actually is. Yeah. Producer Courtney is in the room. Um, it's really just to make sure that she's got um, you know, the ability to stop me should I go too far down <laughs> a tangent. Or just something that may get me um, jailed or fined or something off the like. <laughs> Anywho, um, we've known each other for a very long time. Yep. So we went to school together uh, many a year ago. You can, you're actually the first of my friends to be on here that are like from the old days, right? Like, because yeah. I've had Laura Dundevik on here, 12. who is his I think new, we were 12 new friend, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Yep. Very young. So you can confirm that. Um, I'm the same and have always been the same. Yeah. <laughs> so we all think it's I, an act. Am I allowed to tell the story about when we first met? Feel free, fire away. <laughs> the floor is yours. When I, I changed schools in year seven and went to <laughs> went to the school where we went together. This is a great story. And um and I was like very nervous. It was like my first day. And I came into the I knew no one obviously. And I came in, I was like, Oh my god, where am I gonna sit? <laughs> I went to the other side of the room and put my books down on this chair. And I was like, I was sitting on this desk and suddenly this gang of three people comes up to me. <laughs> And this guy goes, who are you? (laughs) I'm I'm Oliver. And he's like, "Mm, I'll be sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even know if it was my chair, but I I wanted that day. You made me move my stuff, you (laughs) dickhead. Look, years later, we were doing a barbecue together with Alex Choi on (laughs) the cover of Friends. Saints Alive. Oh, Saints Alive. Well, I don't know what it was. What is that thing? I don't even know what it's called anymore. Anywho, so there you go. Things haven't changed. I think I was 12 at the time. So uh, can confirm things haven't changed. Very upsetting. So generally what we do with the guests on here is we discuss first world problems. We go into things like that. Um, what I haven't unveiled, oh, sorry, getting some attention over there. Um, what I uh, didn't realize that I hadn't gone over the podcast was the email that I've received from Bunnings Warehouse. And I feel it's important that we discuss it here. Um, we, you know, we like to discuss the important things with the people. And as I am doing the Lord's work, I thought that I would, I won't read it word for word because that could get me into some legal hot water. Uh, there is no guarantees, but um, I don't know how litigious Bunnings Warehouse is. <laughs> Very I would say, highly litigious. <laughs> I would say based on, uh, thank you, Assistant Maddie. Um, I would say based on the previous experience we've had with them is that they're probably too lazy to launch a suit anyway. Um, anywho, they've got in touch. They've said that they're all laughing their heads off uh, over at the office over my content, <laughs> but they would like to not comment publicly. Why not? Mm. The email did come from someone over there um, whose name isn't Cheryl, uh, it isn't Karen, it isn't Christy hyphen fucking Lee. But um, I think maybe that is her name because we're having a laugh over the office. So I'm, do you think I'm working for you? Am I a clown? Why am I delivering you content for days and you won't publicly comment? But now you have publicly commented because I have shared your private email with the world. Um, <laughs> what I'd also like to add is that unfortunately there's no... 
there's nothing on here. And there's have no you dis- shared this? Have you shared this on a social media yet? No, I haven't, but I, oh. you know, I'm, I'm discussing it now. But yeah. as you can see, Oliver, as I'm showing him the email, yeah. there's no disclaimer here about confidentiality. No, no, there's nothing. Which I find quite baffling at a level of Bunnings. Um, <laughs> I have uh, one that's quite firm in my emails for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Bunnings are just shooting from the hip. So sorry about that, Mel. I've shared with the world that you've emailed me. Anywho, um, you're adjacent to a Cheryl. Producer Courtney's got something to say. Just because, you know, I'm always here with the context. Tell people, like, who the fuck Oliver actually is other than your friend from, like, when you were a child. No, well, that's the main thing. That's, that is the main thing. Um, Oliver also... Um, <laughs> well, it's not because, like, you're both commenting on law and Oliver is a lawyer. Yeah, like, so we went on to do... Um, I feel like we're doing, like, a 2020 special. After finishing high school at All St. Elgin School on the Gold Coast, Oliver proceeded to enrol in Bond University Law. Yeah. Um, and you have a degree That's uh, what I did. there. You were far more dedicated to your studies than I was, I think. Wrong. No. <laughs> You're right. We both went to lunch and we should have been lectures together. I often together. reflect how badly I was, how badly I did, and how more, how much more I could have studied. It was oh, just, absolutely. Uh, and you know what I love when people say, because, you know, I'll meet with people and they'll say, oh, I also have a law degree. And I'm like, wow. I think, well, you have no, <laughs> no idea. No, 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 no. <laughs> I did very little, so that's no good. Um, and whilst at uh, Bond University, tell us about your band. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, let's talk about it. Uh, yeah, well, we were in a band. I was in a band, not not us together, but I was in a band. It the was you band. saw us a few, yeah, but you saw I us, came you saw us play a few times. I people did. are probably more interested in your view of the bands rather than my view because my I'll view be honest, is a bit jaded. I went to no events uh, as part of my university yeah. studies. But you came to the band. I came to the band. Yeah, very that's dedicated dedication. friend. Yeah, um, and you know what's actually funny? It's actually reminding me now. Uh, I think on last week's episode, uh, we had a discussion on here about um, fuckwits who I don't like, um, and that's that's a regular topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I brought up a story, uh, and I'm now realizing that we can provide more context. What's that? Um, we were trying to find a name, right? So I use Cheryl, Karen, yeah, 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 Susan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christy, hyphen Lee, yep. all different women. Yep. Um, I have explained on previous podcasts the difference. Yeah, uh, we don't have one for a male. <laughs> and so I told a story about a time when I met a person whose name was Joel. Joel. And I said, Joel, your name's Joel. And he said, it's Joel. And I said, Joel. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, we're right at the deep end this now. Like, yeah, this is like a, one of the guitarists in the band. And he was from Paris. He was a French guy. and Joel, he was. Yeah. And he had the two, that spelled J-O-E-L, like Joel, right? Joel. But there was two It was spelt Joel. Dots. It was said Joel. It was two dots over the E, right? I don't know what that's called. An um, umlaut, or is that a different, is that an umlaut? Yeah, something. Anyway, it's like the two dots know. above the thing, above the E. I don't think it's an umlaut, just to be clear. I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. But, <laughs> but there's a name There's a name for it. Right. And anyway, J-O-E with two dots, L. And he was like, hi. And he had a, he was proper French. And he's like, hi, I'm Joel. And Sam was like, hi, Joel. <laughs> Joel, Joel. God, tell no, us a no, story, no. Joel. Joel. No. And Sam would be like, it's Joel. I'm sorry, you've left France, bud. Your name's Joel. Oh, oh I still can't get past it. His name's Joel, man. His name's Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Joel. We discussed that last week. The, uh, he audience. can never hear this. He'll be so no. upset. <laughs> there was many, uh, he, you know, I, I speak quite quickly. Maybe they're French. He won't understand me. But um, yeah, the audience quite enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> we're right into it, Joel. You told that story man. already. Already. Oh, I haven't heard that. I know. Uh, and I, you were I really referring to Joel. That's I so was funny. To it. We oh, were, I had yeah, a full okay. discussion about it. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. You've missed it. Um, we'll pull the uh, timestamps. So you can go back and have a listen. <laughs> but uh, we went right in on it, which is quite funny. So you're at uni. Uh, we went to uni together. Yep. I would say that um, we didn't really go together because I was never present. You were present. Yeah, you were really the time, there. So, yeah, you were really there. So we were involved. I was more involved in university life. You definitely were. You were going to the white parties. Oh yeah. You were going to all. Well, once I got in the 
band, I was like, well, you're very cool there. Don't make the most of being in a band. <laughs> Use that right up. Pre-band didn't really go to much. <laughs> and then we went to one law ball together. Um, oh, that was no. We went to heaps together. We I went to one. Law. I've been to one law ball. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was well, rescue anyway. from the Sheraton Bush. Yeah, I know. That's the one I remember for sure. <laughs> that, yeah, it was, yeah, that wasn't good. That was tragic. That That's was my first that. semester at university too. And and you're really? like, yeah, it was like my first, almost like my first few weeks. And you're like, oh, because you've already been there a semester. And you're like, we're going to go to law ball. Let's do it. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll come. This will be fun. We're in. Uh, yeah, no. Nah. It was a big night, uh, but well worth it. We were in those disgusting hats. You remember that? Yeah. Um, I think that's the last time I've worn a wide brim hat, apart from Teichella. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it's the only time I would have worn a hat of that style. There's a brilliant photo of you at a toga party, which I'm going to have to dig out of the archives yeah. and put in the Facebook group. Definitely did the first. So when you uh, study at Bond Uni, um, you have to you are forced to do one of two subjects. One is written communication, and the other the other why can't I speak? Hello. Uh, the other is um, public speaking. And so I uh, don't mind a chat, in case yep. you're wondering. Um, so I thought that'd be rather easy. Don't know that it was. Um, and I'll actually stop for a moment and just say the teacher who took that, uh, Mike Gremby, um, easily one of the best teachers I have ever had in my life. Uh, phenomenal talent and uh, brought quite a lot to that university. Sadly passed away a couple of months ago. I was about to ask you, yeah, I thought he passed away. He yeah. did, um, very, very sad, but um, had a very, had an unbelievable life. He was Canadian, but he he would travel all over the world because he was so revered for public speaking training. Really? He tra- yeah, very, he did Harvard. He did some phenomenal stuff. I never did public speaking. I did the, the comms communication the comms, I'm not surprised. One. Yeah. So one of the, it was actually quite an interesting course. One of the weeks you had to do, it was an after, which I found fucking offensive. Uh, you had to give up your <laughs> evening. Um, it was a 6 p.m. onward situation and I was really committed to university for a very short period. <laughs> um, 6 p.m. was, I found, rather offensive. Um, anyway, you had to go in and you were in a lecture theatre type situation um, and you recall lecture theatres there were yeah. quite dangerous. Yeah. The steepness yeah, of steep. the very ascent steep. was, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, well, you... Was two. The, two, the two little theatres were yes. so steep. So steep. So steep. <laughs> I feel like when they went to build them it was like... Uh, we can't fit it in yeah. here. And they're like, we don't fucking just care. Just go higher. <laughs> just, you, you can do <laughs> Make it. it <laughs> just one on top of each other. Um, anyway, I did that. And uh, it was an evening, six o'clock, quite rowdy. And they intentionally did nothing to help you tame the crowd. And you had to get up and each person had 30 seconds. They had to deliver a story and you were judged on it. How, e- how quickly you could get people's attention, maintain their attention, deliver the story and finish. And you were marked on it. 30 seconds you had. You're marked on it? Yeah. It was the That's teacher. There. What story was, did you tell? Um, it's <laughs> probably not a good time to unveil this. I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it had to be true. It was supposed um, to be true. They encouraged it to be true. <laughs> um, I just made the story run on up, That's which good. was upsetting. Um, for them, not for me, because I got a great mark in that class. <laughs> um, we did that. And then another time, which Courtney was referring to, was you had to, as a um, every class had to do it, you had to learn the lines from like a traditional Greek, I don't know, proverb of some description. Yeah. I don't know if proverb is the right word, but you had to learn something. Um, you had to dress in full head to toe uh, Grecian attire, yep. stand in the public forecourt of the university where the traffic, I the foot traffic is these. substantial, yeah. um, and say it out loud, quite loud. The uh, same story. No, 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 no. Oh, this was, um, oh, you one. actually got given a, it was a Grecian proverb of some description. Like it was, Oh, really? You, you, yeah, you had to recite eight oh. lines or something of that and then tell something else, but yeah. I don't know what it was. Um, and you do that publicly. And again, they stood quite a ways back. Yep. The, the teacher mic yep. and so 
it made sure that you got to a level with the volume, yep. which was a substantial um, situation. <laughs> I, I can't imagine you doing that, to be honest. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it was a lot to handle, yeah. even for myself. The first, uh, we're just going into a review now of this class, but <laughs> the first class actually when you go in and it's kind of awkward, you know, and yeah. it's, the, it's one of the subjects you do first. So it's your first semester yeah. in uni. Um, you went in and what he would do is he would get a stool out, a three-legged wooden stool, and then he would give you a pool noodle and you had to go up there and you had to beat the pool noodle. And until you did it with aggression, he wouldn't allow you to sit down. Yes, yeah. See, I often hear the like the stories of people in this class. Yeah. And like these, wild, the only thing I'd ever see was the people in the togas under the yes. arch doing the doing the speeches. But I never listened to them. But yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone raved about that class. It was crazy. My communication skills class was less interesting. Was <laughs> Just all written. learning about commas and full stops. <laughs> Well, look, I haven't got a grasp on commas, but I can tell you that I can beat a stool like nobody else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anywho, so that was the university. Um, and stayed in touch. You live in Melbourne now? Yep, yep. Up for the long Melbourne weekend? Five years. Four years. Really? Yeah, it's been so long. doesn't feel like that long, but it does feel like that long at the same time. I know. I moved in like 2015. Yep. And you went on to be a lawyer. Yeah. Um, I applied for one role, got turned back and said, fuck you to the whole industry. <laughs> uh, left, never came back. Um, yeah, I, I stuck around for a little while. You really I was a there. lawyer for a little bit, for yeah. maybe three years, and then and then went and did other stuff. Um, <laughs> Give it up, But I did stick a bit. And now on. for the audience, um, Oliver is now running um, Archer, which yep. is a fintech startup, mm-hmm. which I'm aspiring, an investor in. Aspiring Neobank. Aspiring yeah, Neobank. On fire, yep. if you will. On fire, yeah. We are en route for success there. So if you haven't signed up to the Archer waiting list, actually, you mm-hmm. should join yeah, that immediately. Open, open and available. It's open, it's available, things are happening, the wheels are moving. Get mm-hmm. there immediately, if not sooner. Anywho, there was something else I wanted to discuss today and I've forgotten actually what it was, but that's completely standard of me. wasn't Bunnings Warehouse because we're moving on from that. Um, I would like to give a Christmas update to everyone because we are rolling into the Christmas season. Uh, obviously, it's the beginning of November, so you are authorised and encouraged to be listening to Christmas carols um, at all available moments. Mm. Um, Oliver's not a huge fan of Christmas not carols, Christmas guy. Uh, which is offensive um, <laughs> to the least. But um, I've ordered the largest Christmas tree in my history because I have... <laughs> Such high ceilings here at the office. Oh, for here? Yes, it's a three-meter baby. (laughs) Let me tell you a story. That shit is large. Okay, Where's it going? It's going right here in the reception. Really? Three meters tall? What are we talking girth-wise? Oh, it's girthy. Really? (laughs) Let me tell you. It's really sounding like a porno now. Um, no, it's it's definitely it's got a wide berth. If because you will. I my I've I, look, I'm not a big Christmas fan. Which is a fucking mistake. Yeah, man. I'm not a huge Christmas guy. But like Christmas trees, I, I remember my parents had one recently, and that bad boy was too thin. Like it was very tall, but very thin. A narrow tree. Yeah, a narrow tree. And you it, can't be I, getting I think yeah, and then and then they kind of like went the other direction, and the next year was like way too wide and not very tall. <laughs> And so it was like this really odd situation. Where are they shopping? I don't know. <laughs> like they, tall like and you. short store. Man, they're, like, they're like you. They fucking love Christmas. Like Good for them love, out there trying to make a difference. They love Do you know Christmas. I love? They recognised their tree wasn't on fire the year before. They yeah. bought a new tree. Yeah, yeah. And you're out there just abusing them for the tree options. No, it's no, no. I try and keep my Christmas um, grinchiness to myself because people really get fucking so should. offended. Man. Yeah, people, <laughs> everyone really gets get so offended, offended when you say you don't like Christmas. It's like, everyone's like, why? Yeah, what is there not to like? Let's discuss, let's unpack it, But it's uncomfortable. Like, we you have to go to like family events and like all this stuff. And like, that's great. Like I love seeing family and all that kind of stuff, but like, it sounds like you don't. No, 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 no. Let me explain why it's like a whole thing. It's like, you have to block out a full day and then you block out another full day. And it's like, look, I've known you for a while, Oliver. I don't know that your days are that packed. Yeah. They're not packed, but you know what, you know, and you have known me for a while, but you know what, you, you know, you would know that what I hate more than anything else. Leaving the zone. Leaving the zone. 
and forced obligation to do something. <laughs> so like, and also because I'm like, generally speaking, reasonably socially awkward, I, but I also have a real bad FOMO. So it's like, I'll often organize events mm-hmm. myself yes. that I later then don't want to attend okay, because I'm then obliged to go. Do you know what I mean? The minute it becomes an sense. obligation, I don't want to be there, you know? Well, look, the whole season's an obligation to fucking perk up, all right? You know yeah, I mean? I'm trying to pep. I am trying. I'm trying to pep up. And you're leading a team now in Melbourne, so yeah, you've yeah, got to bring yeah. the spirit to the office. I know, to lift and like spirit. that's the thing is like I I can do that. I will bring the spirit to the you office, but it'll be a facade. Like I just I don't not truly. Passionate I'm happy about for it Christmas. to be a facade, but yeah. we certainly over at Archer need to encourage an open and honest Christmas loving open tradition. And honest Christmas open loving. and honest. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I people think most people love Christmas. I think it's like a generally speaking, people love it. There's only I a think few so. I think around. you take it too seriously. I think some people say about the stress about needing to buy gifts and this that and the other. I think some people go too far with it. Yeah, um, I don't think it's about the the size of the gift, etc. I think it's about um, the process of gift giving mm-hmm. and enjoying that time. I think it's. I love nice. giving gifts. That's true. I really love giving yeah. gifts. Yeah, and also that feeling of when you get the great gift and you think it'll wait to give it, and you're like, I've done it this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. But I'm very bad at that, so I'll often get oh, a great look, gift and I'll be like, I'll come home and be like, here, here's <laughs> your gift. <laughs> Christmas is ruined. Yeah, I'm like, guess what? I got you. <laughs> No, was going to wait until the 25th, but what's better than the 17th? Here it is. <laughs> well, I have the uh, added benefit of not shopping until 20 minutes before Christmas yeah, anyway. Yeah. So I actually, you know what? Maybe I like Christmas because I actually quite like going last minute Christmas shopping because I, I like, it. I love the vibe. Like going the and everyone's spirit. Like, yeah. everyone's, there, everyone's buying gifts. It's yeah. the music. It's the lights. It's an odd it's thing. It's the installation. Christmas shopping in, in shorts and, and thongs. and Well, that is, that is it, right? And I've spoken about this on my podcast before, but- I love the idea. One year I will do it where I will spend a white Christmas in New York. Yeah. And I will have the room overlooking Central Park and yeah. I will have a traditional roast dinner. Yeah. And I will be bankrupt after it. Yeah. But um, I every year I look at it. You'll die happy though. I will absolutely die happy. Because yeah. every year I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's so expensive. And then 10 minutes later, it's not. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting ripped off, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But I think that, uh, honestly, I'm thinking this is starting to unpack a little bit in my head why I don't like Christmas so much because I love the cold and I actually quite like the winter because uh, I quite like living in Melbourne. And the so, for, yeah, the heat of like summer and Christmas, I've, I've never really vibed with that. Yes, okay. But now that I'm thinking about it, I love white Christmases and I love being okay. like eating, the, drinking the, the uh, glue vine and all the stuff and, yes. you know, fireplace and all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. I can 100% get behind that. Look, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to blow my own horn here, but um, I often do. Um, you've come in without a Christmas attitude and you're going to leave with the Christmas attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I think came I in, we've converted you, we're sending you back out. You came in a Cheryl, you're leaving a Joel. <laughs> but I think it's what great. you've done, I think you've unpacked why, it's not going to, I mean, it's still going to be a hot Christmas in Australia. It is right? going to be a hot I, Christmas, but you can great. identify now but that's I understand the why, yeah, the that's issue. It. Maybe I don't hate Christmas itself. You don't. Maybe I hate the temperature. How can you hate a reindeer? You can't. You but can't there's no reindeers Santa. here. That's what I'm saying, you know? Well, no, but in essence, they're around. Yeah, the vibe. You know? there's and there are some parents out there who aren't, you know, embracing Christmas with their children. And I just would like to say to you, you need to just have a look at yourself in the mirror. Oh, but I 100% would embrace Christmas with my children. Oh, though. yeah. What a magical time. What a magical time. I would be more excited at Christmas than them. To see them enjoy it. Yeah, know? that's and that yeah, agree with that totally. Hundred percent. But for me though, nah, nah, right into it. Are you, will you have a tree at the apartment? Well, it's always a big uh, topic for discussion. Is there going to be? It's a not tray? a big topic for discussion, is it? Well, Jess generally gets. Jess, uh, Oliver's girlfriend is sitting in the room. She's giving a strong nod. Uh, there's generally a tree. There's generally a tree, and it's usually like she'll get it, and I'll come home one day, and I'll be like, oh, there's a tree. Is there a process for putting up the tree? No, it's usually quite small. She likes to temper it. Really, Jess is just doing it herself. 
Yeah. If you'd like to FaceTime me in, I'm bad? happy to do it with you by should correspondence. I be? Oh, so it's every, quite a small tree usually. We don't that have means tree. nothing, though. No, the size saying, of the I'm tree saying, like, does not make I'm saying there's no process to put it up. It's like, it's just there. And then do you pull it out with ornaments on it? No. Do you so put ornaments on it? Do you normally do? Yeah, she does normally put ornaments on it. That's what I mean. You didn't pull out of the box with ornaments on it. No, no. It's quite small. So there's probably like, what, four or five ornaments on that bad boy? Is that that big? It's not that big. She's gesturing that it's quite big. It's not that big. Okay. But why aren't we getting a bigger tree? The apartment's quite small. Apartment's small. Yeah. But you've still got a representation. But I do think, though, do you have a chair? Well, let's be clear. You don't need. She's, she's, a, Christmas, she's a, a Christmas nut. Yeah, like, I'm right loves she's Christmas. She's a baker, too. So there's, ba- there's Christmas yeah, yeah, treats. Yeah, there's always Christmas treats around. Um, and there's the nutcracker things all through the house. Like, we get those guys, those little men standing around. Well, you have to. We used to live in a share house, and it would become like a funny thing to like put the nutcracker man, like, pretend, we pretend they were alive. This wasn't our joke. Our flatmates would, like, move that. <laughs> it's going to n- be creepy move, now. <laughs> move the nutcracker man to, like, to outside your door. So you'd, like, go up to go to the bathroom in the night, and there'd be a nutcracker man standing outside looking at you. Let's not take Christmas into a creepy moment. I'm not having a bar of that. I'm sorry about that. I can't help you. It became a real creepy moment. That's that elf on a shelf moment, though, right? Where it moves around and it's like... Oh, well, that was what they were doing, I guess. Is that what they were doing? Yeah. See, I don't know Christmas stuff. So that was sounds like what they were doing. Yeah, elf on a shelf, I think, was designed um, for maybe average to best parents. Can't be sure. Um, Producer Courtney's (laughs) preparing herself for a statement she didn't want to hear. I don't love it. You, you know, don't if you're shelf, you yeah, don't I don't love it at all because yeah. I feel like it's sort of so. Elf on a shelf apparently is the situation where you purchase this uh, anemic-looking elf, if you will, um, and he is placed in the child's <laughs> room. He really is, and um, he then moves. Yes, um, this is what in was the happening. Evening. This is what was happening. Yeah, they would move it around. But the idea is the narrative behind it for the child is the elf at night goes back to the North Pole and reports to Santa on your activity. If you are naughty, that is being reported back. When he returns, he chooses a new location to set up. So on the night when the parents are moving it, and I just feel like, are we waiting till November to institute rules and regulations in the home with our children? I don't like that. That's wild. No, I didn't know that that was what it was. Yeah, that's the whole concept. That's quite offensive, no? I don't like like it. That's right out lying. That thing's an inanimate object. It's not reporting to anyone. Well, I mean, Santa's also, uh, you know, maybe... Yeah, but Santa's like, you know, you Santa's the whole vibe, but now it's becoming a bit too, like, you know, you're taking a bit far. Like, what, are you have that thing around the house all year round, looking at your kids being Well, like, this is this what I'm reporting. sure they've released, like, you know, elephant on a shelf now for, like, you know, Jan to October. <laughs> and he's... Yeah, tooth fairy on a shelf. <laughs> yeah, he just hangs out. I just don't like it, you know what I mean? Like, don't be naughty, Santa will know. Yeah. Whereas no. my child will be like, do it again and I'll know. But my parents <laughs> use Santa all year round, though, actually, to, like, manipulate me into doing various things like they'd want me to like stop sucking my thumb or something and i'd have like this memory of when i was like 19 and I, I, really <laughs> to, no, <I'm> <laughs> I was gonna say wow this is a no, no, no. but I, was, I don't know how old it was how old how whatever the normal age is to stop sucking your thumb i was that old and <laughs> i was about a year older than that yeah i was maybe like a bit few, too many months past that and anyway i got a letter from santa being like if you stop sucking your thumb um like you what get level of dope. effort had lexi and brian gone to explain to me what did the, the letter look like um well, it was delivered in like a like they put it in the yard and they're like, I think it's a letter from Santa to you. Lexi and Bride for the win. Yeah, Love those guys. And I was like I was like, Oh, okay. And I went and looked at it and um and it was like, Yeah, if you stop sucking your thumb then you'll get a fucking something. dope gift or something. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, cool. Um and I don't I remember the first letter didn't work and I wrote back and I was like, That's really great. You wrote back. Yeah, I was like, That's very fun and I'm appreciative that you're offering me a gift, but uh, what I would rather is and then I and then I got the letter back saying like yeah confirmed Nintendo or whatever it was like you can have that and I was like some the thumb's gone. <laughs> what thumb are you talking We've about? Got a deal. I'll cut it We've off. Got a we deal, need Santa. To? Yeah, and then um, yeah, and then Santa sorted me out. That's a true story. Look at Santa. Always negotiate with Santa. That's rule number one. <laughs>
Especially when you have a suspicion that he, in fact, has a lot more money than what he's letting on. <laughs> and your pocket money could be higher. And um, and if you really <laughs> leverage Santa <laughs> into a, something that your parents would be happy with, you can get a good deal. <laughs> so um, ambassadors on behalf of Santa to your parents, which is what you're saying. And yeah. You know, them as ambassadors. Yeah, I would say they're ambassadors to Santa Claus, yeah. Fantastic. Will they be, have they got a new tree now? I, I don't know. Well, they've recently moved house, obviously. Yes. And, um, and obviously room sizing becomes an issue. So I don't know whether they've gone and bought a new tree or not. And I think that also you could purchase a tree that would go with the vibe of their home, you know, it's yeah. wooded. Well, notes, exactly. It's like in know. the forest or wherever it yeah. is. And um, so that's nice. Bit of a Christmas yeah. vibe apart from the And something else is an interesting fact that um, producer Courtney just raised, which we were having extensive discussions because confirmation has been approved. Uh, maybe I'll have to remove this from the podcast. But I'm told that uh, you might be acquiring a rather interesting pet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Can, can the audience just prepare for this? Do you I'm know? Getting, I'm debating getting a dog myself. Um, very normal, very regular. Here yeah. we are. Uh, Oliver's family is debating purchasing a what? Peacock. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is I don't truly think they have phenomenal. any great love for, um, like, I, I think when my dad was growing up, he had, like, a, a bird section of that. Because you lived on a farm. And they had, like, right. a bird house. Like, a big bird house with lots of birds and stuff. Interesting. Um, and I don't know what. I don't think that's related or not. But anyway, they tell me they're getting a peacock. That's I'm truly pretty phenomenal. psyched about it. Um, I would love a peacock. But we're trying to name house. the peacock now. We don't know what to name it. I think we should They're just the waiting to get... Um, I think people should start in yeah. the private Facebook group. Literally nobody cares on Facebook. We need a name for a peacock. Yeah. This is the one and only... I can guarantee yeah. this is the one and only time you'll be asked to do this. Yeah. So I think you just need to get your fucking keyboards out and yeah. just start helping us out. Yeah, you'll never get to Frank's name a peacock a name. again. Do you like well, Frank? Oh, mate, we've been through the list of names. <laughs> George, Frank, Bill, <laughs> Andrew... I love I love the idea of Peacock having a person's name. I think it's a person's name. Yeah, because in conversation you can be like, "Oh, Frank last night wouldn't." Exactly. Stop. I've got to get home um, <laughs> because Andrew's at there. I've got to let him in. <laughs> we left Andrew outside again last night. Damn it! Yeah, yeah. Andrew Cleep's going to the top of this massive tree. <laughs> So this is apparently they can fly, you tell me. Yeah, they can fly. Um, they I live up that. trees. Yeah, they live at the top of trees. I don't know, I'm not a peacock expert. And again, this is all information I'm being fed by, yeah, my, great. by my family. when I, I don't know that my audience is going to come back and be like, yeah, peacock incorrect. experts. Peacocks so don't can't fly that. <laughs> no, apparently they live at the top of like big trees um, and they get quite territorial. And I also found out yesterday that if you leave like special food out and water out, they actually just tend to like pick up and leave. So it can fly. So, and apparently there was one on, on um, my parents live on the mountain, on this mountain for a while that would, this is not a PG-13 story, but it would just. This isn't a PG-13 podcast. Yeah, okay, good, okay. just confirmed. So it would just fly around the mountain, banging all the female peacocks. Like the, and it was the person's pet. Him. And it would like disappear at, like for a period. And they're like, where's the. Where's Andrew? Where's the, yeah, where's the Andrew gone? And the next day he'd be back. You're like, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I need some more food. Oh, I love that this peacock has a personality. <laughs> <laughs> Will it have the feathers? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be a big. Yeah. It'll be the whole thing. Well, did you know? I learned this yesterday. Sorry, I know very little a about peacock peacocks. has the feathers, and then the females obviously don't because they don't. The, fe- the feathers are to attract a mate, and the females are called peahens. So peahens and peacocks. Interesting. Yeah, the, I that's mean that's true. I mean, when you're going to your Christmas parties that you're obliged to attend, yeah. uh, speaking to the audience here. That's a little factoid. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. Use. Did Peacocks you know? and peahens. Peacocks and peahens. Yeah. Peahens does not have the same ring to it. <laughs> you know, not that I'm not impartial to it, but... Um, but they I gave the best name to the best looking yeah, bird though, right? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. They've really nailed that for yeah. sure. Um, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, because I was just thinking about the other day, which is a bizarre thing to think about, but um, do you remember in your Twitter bio all those years ago, and it still stuck with me? Um, Mine? I think it was yours. Okay. Uh, well, it's, it was definitely not something of yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... It was, and I'm not going to get the quote exactly right, but I'll get close. Um, 
when you press the up volume button on the remote for your television, yeah. does that put it one up? Or does that just bring up the prompt on the screen and you then need to lift it one more? That's what keeps you up at night. That was on one of your things. I don't know so if it was Instagram <laughs> or if it was Twitter. But you know if you get the remote and you press the you press the up button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it brings up the prompt. Yeah. Has it already risen one? Yeah, that yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it right now for the rest of the month. Yeah, 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 yeah. And look, it's a fair question, but I think I think you can pre you can be pretty certain that he has in fact raised the volume one and put up the prompt. Do you think so? I think so. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. know, I think now the TVs are fancier that there's numbers. Whereas original TVs, it was more like a slider. No, moment. maybe it didn't raise the volume. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about it. I'm not so sure. We're going to close this podcast and go to the nearest television. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> so it's a brand, TV brand thing. Yeah. I think the appropriate thing to do is not raise the volume because often I want to know just like what number are we on? I, I don't want to change anything. Okay. Well, that would indicate why that's on your prompt and no. why that was on your bio because you've obviously I done that. I don't remember being did, on my that's bio, what started but yeah, it doesn't, it, was on there. it doesn't surprise me that it was. I think what was your Twitter bio? My current Twitter bio says something about being a, a lobbyist for the finger guns emoji because I think there should be an emoji for the finger guns, like when you shoot someone some finger guns, you know? Like when you're like, hey, and then you get your finger you're guns. You're not allowed to have guns anymore. It's all no, finger guns, guns, you know? And that's the thing, when you're done, you put them in a holster. But, um, <laughs> no, but I'm, off, I'm thinking about changing that pretty regularly because I don't think it's very good. I think <laughs> your Twitter bio, Twitter bios actually really annoy me. Yeah, they, they really annoy me. People like who bother know. saying, just so you know, like views are my own. Like who else's views are they? It's your Twitter, <laughs> you know? But I also feel like views are my own. Do you think we give a fuck? Yeah, we're just retweeting Tour de France updates. Like, like, what are you doing? You're a fucking nobody. Do you think we care about your updates, Karen? Exactly, no. exactly. You know they really, mean? they really annoy me. But Twitter on Twitter, bias. there's a once you've signed up to Twitter, you are immediately, you know, given this ego oh. that you're important now. Yeah, it's truly phenomenal. I rarely as a tweet myself. I just retweet things I find interesting but for that very reason I couldn't I go through cycles I think I have something important enough to tweet <laughs> every eight months I go back on there I'm like I'm gonna make it to Twitter yeah and then 48 hours later I've forgotten it well, exists I again. love Twitter I'm a huge Twitter fan big, I like big searching Twitter, fan. But Twitter. I, don't, I don't really post much I just love the medium getting access to stuff and I think they'd hate you for that because they need some more content more they UGC need, they, they need a the lot help. of content There's but it is good for news it's great for news. Love the news. You're getting stuff very quick. Well, you get news quicker than what it comes out on normal news sites. You just go to Twitter and search whatever it is, the event you're looking for. Yes, because everyone's happens. there with the phone. It's live. You know? It's all exactly. happening. Now, tell us, have you brought a first world problem with you? Because that's what we ask all of our guests today. Well, I've got two. One I already said. What is it? I was about to say that the Twitter bio thing is the first world problem. It really annoys me. But my actual first world problem. Yep. I don't know if this is qualifies because... Super first world, but like <laughs> getting the NBN connected at my house is really driving me mental. <laughs> <laughs> no, a real first world problem that I have is like when they give you that the window, like eight till midday or whatever. Because this is true story happened last week. Yes, and, and I'm supposed to get the NBN connected at, at our house, mm-hmm. and I stayed home from work on the Tuesday. You know, like from eight till twelve, and they just didn't turn up. And yeah. then I was in an Uber going to work, and I get a call from NBN Co. being like, "Hey, I'm um, sorry that the technician didn't come." I'm like, yeah. Kind of correct. He did not come. That's less frustrating than if they called and said, we came and you weren't there. Oh, I know. Well, I went to Letterboxd first to make sure they didn't leave a note being like, oh, we couldn't access because I was like, oh, I was upstairs. <laughs> uh, anyway, they called and they were like, we're going to come this afternoon if that's okay. No, it's not okay. I've Never left. Laugh. I've gone back to work now. And they're like, mm, okay, we'll put you back in the system then. It feels what? to me that we're not advancing as a uh, yeah. society Can't substantially like enough. Because I know that for me, um, and again, very on brand, when I order a Domino's pizza, yeah. 
Uh, I order it. Yeah. I know when it's being made. Uh-huh. I know when it's being cooked. Uh-huh. Um, after the cooking, it shows me a photo yep. of what it will look like. <laughs> uh, then it is boxed. I'm aware of that. Uh, and I'm aware of when it departs. Yep. I can then follow the person to my door. And in addition to that, I can also tell you what his favourite pizza is, what his favourite song is, yep. you know, etc., etc. Yeah. I also... It depicts my mood because if they're liking the vegan pizza, I'm not really that nice to them when they arrive. But, mm-hmm. you know, I can see all of that coming. When I order from Pizza Hut, it's like, who fucking knows? Yeah. Did we get it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Did you want a pizza? Well, that's we'll like dealing with Telstra. It's like... Well, see, but Telstra to me um, has a little bit more standing because you can't really get around them. Whereas with Pizza Hut, um, their prices in terms of uh, revenue are yeah. in the toilet. Yeah. They should be calling me saying, we've received your order, Sam. Just letting you know, we've got it. Okay, we're on to it. Thanks, bud. And then call me back. It's left now. <laughs> it's left. Just, um, he's going to text you when he's five away if you want to come down. Yeah. Um, he'll be at the door, though, not the curbside. The fucking door. My, my issue with the delivery services is when they don't come to the door. Like, And you live next to a team of Uber drivers. Yeah. Sorry, Uber Eats drivers. Yes, and next door to our house. You should discuss it directly with the drivers, I think. Well, I once had a really tragic moment where... Is yeah, they delivered food and then went home <laughs> next door. <laughs> <laughs> Just the final trip of the night. What a yeah, convenient it was so situation. Bad. I opened the door and I was like, hey, and and like, because anyway, the reason they, a lot of the drivers were on the top floor of this apartment block. There's no lift. It's like the third floor or whatever. So they don't like to come up the stairs sometimes, the delivery guys. And oh, so, it's a walk up. Yeah, it's a walk up. And so, okay. and I'll buzz them in and they'll be like, oh, the door's not working. I'm like, well, it's ever worked every other time. So I don't know why it's not working now. I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. It's not working. I'm like, ah, oh, all right, you're a liar. So I'll go down and get it. <laughs> But anyway, oh, this one time they didn't. That's really need to stop right there. Yeah. You've you've set a standard now that's affecting the world. You've Did allowed. I let them go. Yes, yeah. you well, have I to have stand choice, strong. Man. I'm hungry. I like to stand at my door, not outside it, inside the frame, <laughs> uh, and just yell out into the abyss. Well, Hello, <laughs> I'm here. And then you hear them. You'll find it. <laughs> Do I go out in the driveway? No, I don't. They could be next door ringing their doorbell. It happens all the time. I'm not going out there. I like to make sure they're aware I am setting a standard. Yeah. It's to be brought to me. Yeah. No, I get that. I, I know, And look, maybe I am, you know, diluting the messaging you are. on behalf of everyone. I think that you are. <laughs> Jess, I think you need to put your foot down. No, I but I... going downstairs. Available. I generally meet them halfway. So even when they do come in, I'll go out, I'll go downstairs and I'll meet them on like the middle floor. Oh, you are disgusting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is truly foul. Because now they go to the next house being like, come halfway. No, no, no. It's only oh, on the walk it? up. It's on the walk up. You're only doing you're in a, a house, mate. You're in a, you're in dreamland, my friend. If you're getting a delivery to an apartment, that's a different world. But I can walk down two stairs and yeah. help them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. It's only two stairs. There I right. live in an apartment. Yeah, what do you do? I have a lift because I'm living in the life of luxury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what floor are you on? Uh, the first floor. <laughs> walk up, fuck off. Um, but I I kind of make a stand. Do you? So, kind of. So they message a lot you saying like, to. yep. Down the bottom, I'm at the lift just waiting for you. And I message, because I don't like like going out in my pyjamas, the whole thing. Um, I message saying, I just have a newborn. I can't leave the apartment. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. That's so they go, good. oh, yeah, sure, no problem. They're super nice to me when they come up. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's really annoying. Wow, Jess is going to do all well, future pickups no, now. It's funny you said because like, our strategy usually is Jess answers the phone because we find they they they're more likely to come up when a girl answers. Interesting. Yeah, when I answer, it's like yeah, I'm here. Okay. Whereas when Jess answer, Jess goes hi, like 
top floor, thank you. And they're like, okay. And they like come up. I can confirm that doesn't sound like Jess. Yeah, well, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. She, anyway, she answers the door and she tells them to come up. So, so that's an interesting thing. I oh, I think we need one of those because, but I don't, I don't have one that I could say. I mean, I'm like, hey, I've got a baby up here. Can you come up? Like, well, you could. Well, I suppose. Why not? Jess is it's out. The, like, it's the idea that you can't leave the baby alone in the apartment. You just isn't can't it, have Jess be seen as well. I'm quite comfor- comfortable setting the standard that um, there's no one at home. I'm alone. Yeah. I've got shoes on. I could be going out for a run. <laughs> But I'll be standing inside the door. Yeah. Because you've been paid for service. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I get it. I get it. it really like annoys me. It. it really annoys me. Oh, it gets, it's not for me. But it's also when, sometimes I get into, I've had this discussion before, sometimes I get into a Mexican standoff with them. Yeah. Because they'll pull up on the driveway and just look at me. Yeah. And I'll just look at them. Yeah. And then I'll just look at my phone. And then I'll just stand there. Yeah, that's really And annoying. there's, I mean, there's a certain point too, because you don't want to lose it, because otherwise you end up with um, cold food, and that's truly disgusting. But um, I feel though, Getting back to your first world problem, it is a disgusting problem, and I don't understand why there's not more specificity. It's yeah. the same reason I don't understand why there's more, not more specificity at the doctors. Yeah. I have attended the doctors at their first appointment prior, and they have started that appointment late. Oh. You can't be starting late from the first appointment. Really? And if Cheryl comes in and asks why her hair is that colour, you just tell her it's a box dye and tell her to get the fuck out of your office. <laughs> like, you can't be entertaining people book a double appointment or do something i don't know yeah but i'm not really into this whole concept of like your time's more important than my time when we're ready yeah no it really annoys me and what else really annoys me about this whole technology delivery timing sister situation is when the guy calls you well getting an uber that is when the guy calls you where are you where are you where no he's like where are you going where are you planning on going so they can cancel on you yeah See, we don't get a lot of that. On the, I mean, I don't take a lot of Ubers here, but I don't get a lot of that on the Gold Coast, and I don't get a lot of it when I travel. But for some reason, when I'm visiting in Melbourne or whatever, Melbourne's the worst for yeah, it. Yeah, you get it all the time. They call you, and they're like, what direction are you going? I'm just wondering. I'm like, no, I know where this is going, mate. I'm going to hang up now, and you're going to come and get me. And yeah. then they generally cancel. Yeah, no. And I just have a very stern policy that of texting someone senior at Uber and having them reprimanded or removed. Because <laughs> I just don't have time for that. And, you know, if they've got 17 kids at home that they're supporting, that isn't my problem. You need to take the jobs that are in front of you. Same as a cab. Same thing. Yeah, I got yelled at the other day when I got in a cab because I was running really late for a meeting and got in this cab and went... It was like, to be fair, it was maybe a 15-minute walk I could have done, but I was running really late. So I was like, I'm really... And I got in at the cab rank and I was like, hey, man, I'm really sorry, but can you take me to X place? And he yelled at me the whole ride. What? Yeah, he was like, like, man, I've been been on that cab rank 15 for 45 minutes uh, and this is like a $6 fare. Because the problem was, he was like, oh, we're going to go this direction to get to that place. And I was like, oh, that's weird. He was like, going to drive me over the river and then back over the river again. I was like, but can't we just turn left here? Like, so much quicker. He goes, yeah, but that's a $6 fare. Yeah, it is a $6 fare. Don't drive me the long yeah, way around. you've signed up for this fare. job. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is it, mate. Just. Yeah. No, it makes me furious. Yeah, I'm not into that at all. On um, New Year's Day this year, I was in Sydney for Emily Sky, And she was doing an appearance as like, you know. Do your fitness thing for the year. Obviously, uh-huh. it's a big story for New Year's Day. And we had, it was, where, was, where were we going? What's the street? What's the main street in Sydney? Mutton Place. Mutton Place, that's it. Um, so we were in a hotel nearby within walking distance. It was probably a 10-minute brisk walk. Um, but Emily had done her hair and makeup, and it was quite a humid day. Obviously, it's January 1st, so we wanted to get a taxi there. We went to look at Ubers, but Ubers were... 15 minutes away, I think, because there was a lot of roads and stuff shut down given that it was New Year's Day. Um, and that was too late because we'd timed it exactly to be there on time. Anyway, so we went out to the taxi rank in front of the hotel and no one would take us. Yeah. 
They were like, nope, we've been in line waiting. We're refusing to take you. So I would have rather have been abused and at least gotten there in the car. But they like, we oh, were like, well. are you serious? Like, we can't walk. She's in heels. She's got her hair and makeup done. We need to go there. And they were like, nope, sorry, we're not budging. Yeah. And I get a lot actually, of Which actually, I think that's Sydney. illegal. It is actually illegal. Yeah, it is yeah. illegal. Yeah. It is. But I was just like, quit your job, fuckstick. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but like, fuck off. What do you mean? I'm not taking your fare. This is it, bud. Yeah. Driving this cab's it. Yeah. If you don't like it, get another job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. No. I don't know what sort of jobs, because I've seen some of these cab drivers, but, you know, there are other jobs that you can get, yep. and you can just get them and just fuck off, because I don't need it in my life. I also just don't take cabs anymore, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just not for me. It's only if it's an absolute last-minute resort. Well, it, and I only ta- take, I would only ever take a cab if there was a taxi rank in front of me. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, oh, that's I'm just going to get in that. Because I'm, I also, I'm not one of those people that gets to the street corner and then orders the Uber. I've ordered it from inside. Yeah. And then I'm walking outside on its arrival. Because you have the confidence that you're gonna, you're happy to be late for the Uber. More than happy. I worry. I'm like, I don't want to be late. Oh, My Uber rating doesn't bother is, me. Can't handle it. I actually got cancelled on the other night, which I thought, what a fuck stick. I was leaving a party at you know four in the morning or something, and um, the guy had come all the way into Lenan's house. Yeah. So it's like not at all in a main area. Yeah. Came all the way into the house, sat outside for maybe three minutes, something like that. I messaged him and said, coming. And he cancelled. No way. And I thought, it's four in the morning. Yeah, who else you got? Who else you got? And you've driven quite substantially into this, like, labyrinth of a area. And he cancelled. Yeah. Anyway, we got another guy who was quite lovely, so it was fine. I also got taken on Uber the other day by a follower of mine, um, which really? was great. Yeah, he uh, took me to the party. I'm not going to lie about it. There were far too many questions. And I also just feel like if you want to say hi to me, which I'm more than happy for that to happen, um, just tell me that you follow me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, we were in the car for... 10-ish minutes before he unveiled it. You look really familiar. Oh, okay. I'm not giving you anything else. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Oh, have you seen my Instagram? Here I am. <laughs> That's not what I'm doing. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So he told you, he followed you. Then what would it be from? Like he's oh. talking out loud? Don't know. That was the silence. I'm just rewriting the audience. Might be listening to this. Um, and if he was, just say you follow me. Yeah, We'd get there faster. Do you know what I mean? It was awkward as fuck. I think I've got you on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, okay. What you need to do is pop your headphones in, listen to the podcast and get a haircut if you're listening. Okay. I don't want to be rude about it, but that would help everyone involved. Um, anywho, uh, I think that's kind of the show. We've got, it's a bit long, isn't it? What? Oh, the closing questions. Producer Courtney for the win. Every guest who comes on the show gets asked a series of questions. Oh, we no. ask that you uh, rapid oh, fire answer them. Okay. We don't like you to listen for too long. It's Peacock Trivia. <laughs> Is it actually though? It's no, not peacock it's not, trivia because I don't know anything. <laughs> what do you think we've researched peacock questions? <laughs> and that was a joke. It's peahen questions. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie, Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Oh, neither, but Coke. <laughs> I don't really like cola mean? drinks that much. What are you drinking? Uh, oh, a drink of choice. If yeah, uh, maybe a solo is my favorite soft drink. Oh, like so a lemon, a, a lemon situation. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Not but if I had to pick between Pepsi and Coke, it's Coke. Yeah, absolutely. Although trash. I wouldn't be too bothered. I don't drink that much of it. So okay, Let's stick with the first answer. Yeah, okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, who is the most famous person you've ever met? Well, famous in my mind. I haven't met that many famous people. I met um, like I met, I met a band called Foles once. They're pretty famous. Okay. This <laughs> audience won't know who they are. Yeah. Uh, can confirm. Unless it's I'm just trying to think if there's anyone else famous. You guys would know if I haven't met anyone famous. Do you remember? I don't really remember meeting anyone famous. Ever. I don't know. You know Vampire Weekend or no? Oh, I shook his hand. I wouldn't call it a meet. He was on stage. So. We'll take it. Yeah. We'll take it. Yeah. How did yeah. that happen? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing his arm out. Please. 
Yeah, no, no, no. He came on stage and he was like, oh, no, they're throwing out Sign Magazine. Well, the only reason I was at that concert was because of you. Those fucking songs. Yeah, I don't know why a, I helped a, you out. Those guys band. had a fucking what a band. No, break. They were, well, yeah, anyway, that, was good, that was a good outcome. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good outcome. Yeah. Got tickets. Obviously, I wasn't attending ever, yeah. so they yeah, were it was few. Really, it was like 100. There was like maybe 80 people at that show, and it was on Triple J, whatever it is, the Live at the Wireless or whatever. This was after yeah. their first, second record, so like a big deal. It was very hard to kind of – anyway, I was thrilled. <laughs> I remember a big, big deal. Shook his hand. Um, it was great. It was a great Then he gave time. me a signed magazine, and I lost it. <laughs> You know, I have a um in my, on my phone because the song is called A Punk. Yeah, it's A Dash. Yeah, it plays it's every like time. the first. It's a, every time I plug it in, and let Love me tell it. you, that's oh no, I get so mad. My volume button is almost smashed off my car because <laughs> I just <laughs> launch at it like I don't want to hear it. Anyway, um, uh, what? Who would you want to be stuck in an elevator with? Ah, uh, maybe Elon Musk. So I could tell him I think he's a fucking idiot. No. We don't like Elon Musk. No, I'm not a fan. I don't know. Everyone don't thinks know. I'm an idiot. Uh, everyone loves him, you know. And I wouldn't say I love him. Yeah, I must. Uh, he is a genius. He's a genius, and Even maybe that. it's a, there's an element of like um, jealousy there, you know, because he's just like. But he's my the guy's thing, trying like, to build a rocket to Mars. I mean, that's great. <laughs> but, but also, tell us again why you don't no, like the him. thing that really anno- no the thing that really annoyed me was when he was doing when he was tweeting about. Um, so no, so just be clear. I don't want to go in the, the lift with him to tell him he's an idiot. Though I would, that would be part of the conversation that I think he's an idiot. I also, would I think the elevator is stuck. Questions. Well, Elon, I've been wearing this my whole life. You're a fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> no, no, no. But what annoyed me was the reason I started. I always thought it was awesome, but then when he started tweeting all those things about Tesla and then he got in trouble with the SEC about the share price, yeah. and he was like, oh, "I can do what I like. How dare they tell me what I what I can and can't do, mate? You broke the law." What are, you, what are you doing? I was a lawyer in COSEC, so he takes no, great offence like, to SEC. Tweet, but no, but, yeah, sure. But, no. <laughs> but he's tweeting information that he has, and then the pri- everyone lost money or whatever. On the, he tweeted a lie. And then he's like, well, you know, I guess it's too bad, eh? <laughs> you know where I thought you were going with that, though, which I thought was quite smart, but um, you've not landed there. Um, I thought you were going to be like Elon Musk because he'll build us a rocket out of the elevator. <laughs> If it's broken for a long term. Can I rescind my <laughs> earlier answer? Elon Musk. No. And then at the end of the conversation, when he's sick of me, he's going to fix the elevator, of course, he wants there. to get out of there. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. That's uh, great ingenuity. I was going to say something before, and now I've forgotten what it was. About the rocket? No. Oh, that's what I was saying. I don't, I'm never jealous of those people because I don't have the ability to do that. Whereas when you see people who come up with, like, Evan Spiegel, who doesn't code or anything, who came up with Snapchat, yeah. he's just a regular guy. Yeah. I'm jealous of that because it's like, oh, great idea. Well, so it's only, so you think you only get jealous when you feel like you could have done it. Exactly right. Yeah. Whereas with Elon, I'm like, I'm not smart enough to do that. I'm not yeah. building rockets. I agree. I agree with that. Do you know what I mean? I agree with that. So he, uh, not jealousy for him, but anyway, fave Instagram account you think people should be following? Is oh it some sort God. of photography or eclectic bullshit? Fuck. No, 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 um, no. Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't have a great list. Do you want to have a scroll? Or um, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what a good one is. It'll, it'll probably pop up. Yeah, you've blown time. it. Let me step in and say what could be a great option. Uh, oh, Romeo yeah. and Julianne. Hello. Oh, yeah, we love a shout out. There it is. Yeah, yeah, or it's yeah, millions of milkshakes, but I've forgotten the name. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. No, everyone. No. Delete the last 20 seconds of audio. <laughs> Hey dog. Please delete. <laughs> Here's what everyone should be following on Instagram. It's called Milkshake Map. It is the world's preeminent milkshake reviewing site. I'm a big milkshake fan. I had to start drinking them less. No one knows who runs the site. It's like this mystery person who runs it. And it's honestly, they're all reviewed by Haiku. It's so funny. And also, <laughs> it I, made I, me change I, your I Haiku, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, when I started doing them, I started reviewing milkshakes via Haiku and then I realised how long it takes to make each piece of content. <laughs> and I don't have the attention span to stick around for that long. So now... Well, I've offered to contribute because I like a milkshake. I was going to do I was gonna do one of those things where you like write a note to your followers in your notes and you screenshot it and you see the notes gets posted. Yeah, but then I realised I have like eight followers and most of them are on my favourites list. <laughs> my phone. So I can probably just text them. <laughs> So everyone's going to uh, Milkshake Map, is it? Yeah, it's Milkshake Map, one word on Instagram. That's a good um, name to get. Oh, mate. I Yeah, I got it. I got it years ago before Instagram. You know, I was on Instagram. I boomed. I own a lot of Instagram handles. <laughs> that <are> very popular. <laughs> very popular. Milkshake Map, or Romeo and Julien is uh, always part of Jess's food page. Yeah, Romeo, and she's that's a s- Romeo Julien, one word. Yeah. And that's a, uh, she makes a stunning food. She never cooked for me because she's fucking rude, but yeah. uh, it looks stunning. <laughs> <laughs> the brownies uh, are the reason cooked I don't diet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Truly st- outstanding. What else we got here? What one word comes into mind when I say, I mean, that's we should change the language because it shouldn't say into there. Now I've read that now people might think I would say that. What one word comes to mind when I say Celine Dion? Singer? No, that's a bad answer. But that's what, that's the first word. I'm being honest. Singer. Okay. Should I say, well, I except s- Shantus. Thank you very much. Should I oh, Sam Mangan. <laughs> Sam Mangan. When someone's, if someone actually said to me, Celine Dion, you'd probably be the second thing you'd probably realize. Oh, that's that, that chick. That's I don't know if there'll be another time in your life where you're uh, being asked to first thing when, you know. Yeah. Anyway. As always, thank you for listening. You're all a 10. Um, if you're heading out this weekend and shopping at Bunnings Warehouse, you're portraying me. It's treason and you should fuck yourself right there and then. Um, but you can mitre 10 it up. I uh, don't know what they're doing over there, to be honest with you. I don't even know if you can find a mitre 10 these days. They're still around. Can't be sure. They might be. Uh, that's a 10. You should shop there. You should get a sausage at sizzle at home going on because we no longer support the charities out the front. Sorry to those charities. Uh, that was insincere. Fuck off. Anyway, thanks for listening as always. We'll see you next time for the next show. I'm currently overseas, so like, don't call me back if there are delays. The care factor is low. Love you the most. Bye.